Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up? It's Fake Radio, bitch. You listen to my hot desk. Wednesdays at 5.30. You already know. Yeah. That's slow with Medusa. They don't want no lip You see your girl scout everybody out. Cookies, I'm on that mess. So I don't speak nothing PC. I'm fly, flow, crack, pizza, and nosebleed. Jesus is my hate man. God, then you right. These ain't these, but these. C sitting right. This ass is me. No booty shots, booty pops. No need. Got supplied it for free. Yes, a girl, I was more easy. Baked and ball beat. Blow face, catty bitches will get neutered and straight. If they get in my way. Trap flow within the building and you listen to spate. Yeah. People, you are now listening to SpateRadio.com. Today is Wednesday, November 9th. Uh, in New York, it's a little bit chilly. You know, it's uh, coming towards that winter time, time to put on them coats and them jackets and everything. Um, we miss summer. Uh, today we will have Bad Seed in the building, BK Rapper. Um, he has, like, a couple of hot singles out. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we might have him on the line right now. Uh, three, yep, yep. four, seven. Who's that? It's Dad. What's good, What's man? Ready? I can't call no, him, man. Thanks man. for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. We from New York, too, man, so it's all love. Yeah, man. You already know NY. Stand up. What's goody? Most definitely. Man, Um, basically what, what we can do is maybe you can tell the people a little bit about you as an artist, you know, what and, you know, what you got going on right now. Um, I've been doing it for a long time, man. Um, I, I'm first and foremost, I'm a fan of the music. So, you know, I have to salute the music first, you know, because that's the whole inspiration and motivation for it. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have come up in what I call the quote unquote golden era, you know, the, the nineties, you know, so that's, that's pretty much embedded in me as far as my approach to music. And, um, okay. yeah, you know, I mean, not dated, but, you know, with, with, with that, the sound embedded, okay. you know, so, um, you know, that, that's pretty much it, man. Um, I, I, I like to, I, I'm a fan of the music so much and I feel like now it's not a lot of it, not a lot of good music. So I just feel like I'll make good music, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so All right. So I can I... Okay, are you currently working on, like, uh, pushing a, a particular single, or are you working on a, a mixtape or an album or something like that? Yeah, there's an album dropping November 30th. It's called Intelligently Ignite, and um, it's, on, it's on my label. It's called Six Man, and it'll be available on iTunes and Amazon and all that. On the album, we got uh, uh, Tyler Quali, Mims, Cool G Rap, Nature, my man Touch Nasty, my man Lab the Kid. I mean, it, 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 it's... It's a pretty solid album, producers-wise. I'm working with producers that aren't known producers, <clears throat> and they're just as hot as the known producers. Um, you okay. know, uh, that that's that's pretty much what I like to do. I, I would rather do that because the hunger's still there, and uh, you'd be surprised at what you find. You know, when when you when mm-hmm. you look for it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of good stuff out there. So you know, I got the opportunity to work with some talented people, and this is a really good project. 
Okay, so how did you connect with um, Talib Kweli and Mims for for the project? Yeah, that we we together on the song called Yankee Fitted. Uh, we got the video out now. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, World Star Hip Hop. It's, it's it's all over the place. Um, Kweli and I, we we actually came up together in the in the underground and hip hop back in the days. Uh, me, him, Gene Gray, Pumpkinhead, Most Def, uh, like all of us pretty much were in the same circuit. And uh, you know how it is, you know, you 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 go separate ways after a little while, you know. So I hadn't seen him in a while. I bumped into him a couple times on the road. And, you know, he was always talking like, hey, let's do something. We got to do something. And, you know, I reached out to him for this, and, you know, he hollered back, and we got it we, we got it going. Um, Mims, I've also known Mims for about 10 years. Um, really good friend of mine. This is like family. Um Taught, I toured all over the place with him when uh, when This Is Why I'm Hot was out, when the album was out. I'm actually on that album, on the record with him and, and Bun B. It's called They Don't Want to Play. That's the name of the record. And, you know, it's, it's, it's basically family. You know, that was a real family record. You know, and then plus, okay. you know, it was it was all those people that were saying that Kwali was dissing Mims when he made the song Niggas Lie a Lot. Niggas Lie a Lot. Like over the Mims beat when he was freestyling yeah. over that. A lot of people say he was trying to diss Mims, and he ain't dissing Mims, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's to show that, that there, there wasn't nothing there either. And, you know, it's hot. It's yeah. a hot project. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's what's up. So you coming from Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn, I'm from I'm from the BX. I'm, I was uh, born and raised in the Bronx. So right. um, the, the, the bar is automatically raised. Incredibly, so I think like that's why a lot of New York rappers have a hard time, you know, reaching that next level because you got people like Biggie and Jay Z, that that you know from, from BK. So how, how do you feel that you compare to like a, a Jay Z and Biggie, like you know, uh, as far as lyrical content in in, in comparison to their music? Well, it's funny because they come from that era. Like I said, you know, I think anybody that pretty much comes from that era, compared, especially compared to now, you know, anybody that comes from that era understands, really understands our form of, of music, hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? So um, to me, Jay-Z, Jay-Z is actually, you know, my favorite rapper, you know what I'm saying, as far as the rapper and, and Big, you know, he's right behind him. And maybe it's some Brooklyn shit. Maybe it's some Brooklyn bias. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but I, I think that they were spitting that shit at the time. You know, and even now to this day, um, I'd like to think that if I had the shot that they had, or the the money behind them that they had, I would definitely be a force to be reckoned with. You know, because we we know at the end of the day that that's all that really matters. The key is to get you. You can have crack. But if you don't have the means to distribute it, to, it's just gonna sit on your table. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you, you have to have all the means to get that out there, and it has to be a, a machine to so that these people see it every day, all day, and that creates a problem when you know you go to work every day. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you work a nine to five, and you got you, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes it difficult. Be independent, but the yeah. best, but the best part about being independent is that you get all that back, pretty much. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not in a 360 deal. You're not. 
You just don't really got to deal with half the stuff that you got to deal with when you're signed to a major, but it's a give and take because you missed the major marketing, you know. So it's crazy, man. Crazy game. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we talk to a lot of artists, you know, from celebrities to indie artists. You know, we give everybody the opportunity to, you know, uh, to express themselves. And um, uh, one thing that I've I've come across is – you know, you have some guys that are some rappers that are like 18 years old, getting record deals and becoming millionaires. You know, like people like Soldier Boy, and um, you know, there's a whole old, you know, maybe a few other, you know, young young kids. So, but the type of music that they make may not be the type of music that you know artists like yourself or artists like you know a Joel Ortiz or these type of artists that are very talented, but they're not being picked up by the major labels because they're not their their music doesn't have a certain sound. Now how right. do, how do you feel about that? You know like uh like the the, the you know the, the commercialism of a soldier boy and yeah. you know artists like that. I definitely think it's necessary. See, first things first, um that's the beauty of hip hop and it's always been like that that there's many different styles of hip hop. Like back in the days, uh I, I could listen to NWA, and then when I get finished listening to that, don't want to try Call Quest. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it, it, that's the beauty of it. But where where it starts to get sticky is that we got to remember that you know hip hop is geared to, and it's always been this way since the beginning of time. It was geared to the youth. You know, we get older, the music doesn't. You know, what well, like what are, what are we gonna do? You know, like, I, I, I'm a firm believer that there should actually be a, a category in Best Buy or a Grammy category for adult contemporary hip-hop. You know, like a Raekwon shouldn't have to to compete with a soldier boy. They should they should have uh, uh, their own platforms. It's still hip-hop, but it's different genres of the hip-hop. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... it's, it's it's sad. It, it, it's sad, but it's still good because the fact that, you know, look look where we've, we've come from, you know, banging on the table. You know, people are making millions of dollars. It's a beautiful thing, but it, it's deep. I can go on and on about it because it, <laughs> the game is really twisted because of the oversaturation. If you got a computer, you are in the industry. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. So, you know. Like, <laughs> pretty much, you know. So everybody does everything, so that makes it, you know, overbearing, and it kind of makes it whack, you know. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of the Internet, do you do you check out the blogs and all the, the hip-hop sites and stuff like that? I, to be honest, it's hard to really keep up because, like I said, it's billions of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's – I equate the same thing to artists, like, like – as consumers, we have to really search out there for different things rather than for what for what's always presented to us. You know, like you look on TV, you turn on the radio, you hear the same shit all day, every day. And, you know, I just challenge people to actually look and, and look for other things. You'll be surprised at what you find. Same thing with, with the blogs and stuff. Like there, there's a lot of blogs that are – more famous than others, but there's a lot of real dope ones out there that, you know, that aren't really known. You know, every day it's a new blog. It's it's it's, it's kind of hard to keep up. It is. Yeah, it definitely. Is. It really yeah. is. You know. 
But shout out to everybody doing it, though. You know, that, that's what's up, man. Get it out there. <laughs> oh, you got something on your chest. Get it out there. Blog it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Right. So um, how do you feel uh, indie versus major? What a, You know, you, you're releasing your music independently right now. Um how do you feel like about like the 360 deals and stuff like that what they're offering artists now you know where they're getting a piece of their shows and all of that stuff yeah I I, I don't think that that's I understand why it's going on see mm-hmm. the, the reason it's going on is because of the lack of music sales so the labels still got to keep their lights on we got to remember like there's devil's advocate to everything it's not necessarily that they're really fucked up, but they still got to keep the lights on. They got to do what they got to do. And the business was already cut before the decline in music sales. So basically what they're doing there, uh, they're, for the people who don't know what a 360 deal is, it's, it's a deal where when you sign it, you back in the days, you would own your show money and you would own your merchandising and things like that. Like that was a standard record contract. Like when I signed to Warner Brothers in 2001, that was the standard contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, now it's that they get a percentage of your shows and, and your merchandising. For example, under merchandising umbrella would be T-shirts, uh, mixtapes, that's still merchandising. You know, they try to throw that in, in, in that bullshit in the game. You know, um, it's crazy. Uh, I, 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 I understand why they why they're doing it, but for artists for artists that don't understand, like a lot of the new artists, is that, first of all, they're not even signing artists to album deals until they put a single out on you and it does good. Doesn't yeah. do good, you're not gonna make an album. Period. It's because there's no artist, there's no A and R's no more. There's no artist development anymore. They want something that's already ready, that sounds like something that's already out, so that they can throw it in the pipeline, so that they can compete and keep the lights on. Nine personal, only business. So uh, now at this point, I, I would be very reluctant to sign a record deal because I know I, I mean before, even before their interest, their best interest was them as far as the label versus artist. But now even more, it's them versus the artist, you know, so I would, I, I, I couldn't, I would not recommend that to anybody doing hip hop, you know, R&B is different because R&B is, you can't really market R&B like with mixtapes and taking it to the street and stuff, like hip hop because hip hop is gutter like that, you know, yeah. you marketing dollars, you can't be a pop artist, quote unquote, to yourself, like you're calling yourself a pop artist, but you put the mixtapes out and no, you need millions of marketing dollars behind you if you think you're going to pop because that's a whole wild open lane, you know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of shit with it, man. Um, yeah, hold, I, I hold, hold on one second. Uh, okay. All right. Hold, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let me to cut you off. We got a call. Hold on. Speed right. Radio, you in the building, 512. What's up? You know what it is. It's high death. Hey, what's going what's on, Mommy? Hey. Sorry, I got tied up. You know, I'm getting ready to go to Atlanta. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> bad Seed. We got Bad Seed in the building. Uh, this is my co-host, High Def. Hey, uh, she's what's going on? All right, all right. <laughs> 
So you um you just got on and everything. Um, you you have any questions for Bad Seed? Um, I don't know what you had asked him, um, but um, <laughs> oh, is there any okay. new projects you going be coming out with? Like, fill me in, fill me in on what's going on with you. All right, um, the album Intelligently Ignorant drops November thirtieth. Uh, it's I got producers Clap Dollars, Will Tell, Vest, DP. Um, we got Cool G Rap on there, Nature on there, Tyler Quali, Men. Um, it's hot. It, it, it's hot. It, it, it represents the, the the working class person, the the underdog, the person that gets up and goes to work every day. Uh, we don't, you, you know, I don't make club music. You know, I, I feel like like after you leave the club, the soundtrack to your life. When you leave the club, your real issues is is my music. You know, um, Six Man Entertainment is is my company, and uh, we represent the underdog. You know, the the six man, the man that's on the bench while the starter is in there playing, and we're waiting for him to break his ankle. We just as nice as him, but we gotta wait for him to break his ankle before we can get in the game. You know, Six Man Entertainment. You know, I'm all for the underdog, man, because that's all all I know. That's all I've been. And that that that's what society is pretty much trying to tell me I am as well. So the whole point is I might as well rep that to uplift that and break through that. You know, like the underdogs can win and we will win. I feel that. That's, that's you yeah. in a nutshell. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So so you have you have any uh, performances coming up in the uh, New York area or any anywhere that you could tell people about? Actually, nah, not not as of yet because you know we pretty much we didn't even drop the project yet. Um, the the single is the, the single is doing well, um, but you know how the game is. Like how the game is, they want to see the Yankee Fitter video with Quality and Men's that came out. It did well, like sixty thousand views on World Star. But it did it did all right, you know. And uh, yeah, now now they want to see what's next, right? So we dropped yeah. the Can You Hear Me? That Can You Hear Me is banging. It just hit uh, iTunes right now. Well, as, as of yesterday, and um, now they want to see what's next. Like, what else? What else you got on there? What you trying to do? What's the album gonna be like? So I anticipate shows and, and things of that nature after the album drops. You know. Okay. So you, you toured together. all over. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I I I toured the world. I toured the world with Mims. Um, like I said, we was we 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 family. We always said to each other. Whoever blew up will reach back and grab the other one. So um, when he popped with This Is Why I'm Hot, he grabbed me up. He said, yo, see, I need you. What's up? I'm like, yo, fam, what you need me to do? He's like, yo, I need you to come on the road with me. I know, I know you got, uh, you know, the the, the, the stage uh, experience. I need you to come on the road with me and hold me down on stage. I'm like, yo, man, I ain't no hype, man, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't no hype, man. Yeah. But, but, but I figured, you know, it would be a good opportunity to go out there and do that and make connects and perform in front of that. Like, when I say thousands, I mean 30,000, Stockholm, Sweden, Japan, like, all all of that, Regis and Kelly, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Pop, all of that, all the things that, you know, a lot of people don't really get to do. So it was the experience. And for the experiences why I did it, and I'm glad that I did it. But, you know, the touring thing was way before that. I toured with uh, Mary Ben-Ari, the, the uh, hip-hop violinist, back in the days. Um, DJ uh, uh, Totally Clips, he was uh, the DJ, and my man Destroy was the, the 
the hype man, and I was the rapper because you know she played a violin. She don't rap, so okay. You know we we did a uh, thirty city a thirty city tour, all the House of Blues opening for Buster. So you know every night I'm watching Buster. You know <laughs> I'm, I'm watching, but right after we perform, I go I'm, I went in the crowd like a fan and just watched Buster. Buster is the illest live show performer ever hands down like yeah. i can't a, a I lot agree. of people get a lot of people get busy but boss is like he got so many joints and don't let him do woo-ha don't let him do scenario like go, bring, <laughs> yeah. the, bring the stretches out after that you know what i mean yeah. everybody's tony romo after that you know yeah but um True. yeah so we're, we're, out of all the places that you went to Where's the place that you feel that you got the most love, you know, or the or the place that you like the most as far as um, you know, performing? To be honest, like I I like everywhere because you know, I'm from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I, I was born in Marcy Projects, lived all over Brooklyn, you know, the the opportunity like when when I landed in Sweden and I got outside and I looked up at the sky and I seen that the sky was the same sky as is in Brooklyn. I had a little moment. Like I'm thousands of miles away, but it's still the same sky. You know, I like I just appreciated being in in these places, and and um, because there's a lot of my people that will never see that, or yeah. that died before they could see it, or you know, just would never have the means to get there to see it. You know. And yeah. um, I, I just appreciate it. I appreciate it everywhere, everywhere. You name it, everywhere. But if I had to pick, like, as far as the most love, I would say it would be in Sweden at that time. You know? um, oh. But overseas, all over overseas, they show a lot of love. See, the difference between overseas and the U.S. is there's no fans in the U.S. anymore. Everybody does what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're performing, yeah. so they're standing there looking at you like, okay, yeah, cool, but I round two. And my little cousin's cousin's <laughs> uncle's brother, baby father's sister rhymes too, and she sounds like Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man! Yeah, like, yeah. it's 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 crazy overseas. They're still fans, you know. Like, you go over there, they they treat you like your um, pop reincarnated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for real, <laughs> for real, for real. You know, because they just love the culture, but. Then they come visit over here. They see that we're twisted, you know. Um, in the states, I think um, being from New York, New York is the hardest place to perform in the whole United States to me. Everybody you know, says that. Yeah. <laughs> to me. And, and it, the, the the reason why, like you know, and I love New York, but New York is is the only way we're gonna gonna win again and even regain anything, any power to even say anything is. To, to restructure our shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we need to stop beefing with each other, start working more with each other, and 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 stop being so bougie. Like, so, okay, yeah, we, we, we started it. Yeah, we did. But you know what? The other niggas is winning with it right now, too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, everybody knows we started, but it ain't about what you did. It's what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So... We we gotta stop that and and unite a little more, man. Like all that all that beef with each other. Come on, man. That shit whack. Them South niggas they winning because they work with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They work with each other all day, every day. You know, so you might come across a couple of them having beef here and there, but best believe 
if they have beef with each other, there's a song with them on it together somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's bugged out. Okay. But right. you got to love um, it, though. You got to love it. <laughs> uh, so, where, where can, if, if, you know, the fans that are, that are checking you out, um, you know, and your future fans, where can they check you, like on MySpace and Twitter and stuff like that? And, and iTunes. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my uh, Twitter is at Nigglis Cage, N-I-G-G-A-L-I-S-C-A-G-E, Nigglis Cage. And uh, my, uh, my website, we're going to be launching that in about two weeks, a week before the album comes out. And you'll be able to purchase it from from my site direct, you know, from my site. But it goes live on iTunes on the 30th. Um, that's it. You know, I don't really do the MySpace and the Facebook. You know, I can't keep up, bro. I can't keep up, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I got the Twitter. I got the Twitter at Nicholas Cage. You know, I'm I'm probably one of the most random people y'all ever hear. Like if I think it, I tweet it, and you know, come, okay. come check me out. <laughs> you know. Okay, you know we we got a lot of producers that um listen to the show, and um, they always hit me up and they, and they they always tell me if artists are looking for beats, you know maybe they could put their like their email out there for you know. Do you have an email that producers yeah. can send beats Hell to? Yeah, hell yeah, hell okay. yeah. Um, send them to uh, Six Man Entertainment. No, Six Man E N T at Gmail dot com. It's the number six, T H, M A N, E N T, at gmail dot com. Six man, E N T, at gmail dot com. And I, I listen to everything, man. You know, um, I also want to tell y'all too, like, if if I, I, I might how, the, how I work is like when y'all send them, I'll listen to them. If if I like it, I'll I'll, I'll hit you up and be like, yo. I, I, I like it or whatever, but you might not hear from me for a little while because what I do is I put them in 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 a playlist and just put the shit on shuffle and just zone out like whichever the shit jumps up at me. That's what I usually work on, you know. Okay. So, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna get to it. I like it. It's in the play. I like it if it's in the playlist. So. All right. Yeah. All right. That's what's up, man. Um, we gotta <laughs> we, we gonna. We we got the song Yankee Fitted. We're gonna play that for the people, and we definitely appreciate we we definitely appreciate you coming on the show, man. Taking the time out, and yeah. um, I wanted to know if if you can introduce the song for the people. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, this is my joint. It's called Yankee Fitted. It's the the anthem for New York and for everybody who love that hat. Cause everywhere you go, all over the world, you will see that hat. And why ain't the logo? The logo is just beautiful, ain't it? It's just so ah. <laughs> the song is featuring Talib Kweli and it's featuring my brother Mims, produced by my man Clef Dollars, off the album Intelligently Ignorant, available 11:30 on iTunes and everywhere digitally that you purchase music. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, 
fitted them by billets. Jesus God, Muhammad, Allah, my witness. And why stand up, y'all know what this is. This is one for New York, you bitches. Set the record straight, I rep the state. Everywhere I go, the fitted and track hate. The NY logo, they say, oh no. New York in the building, go speed, go slow. Shout the West Side, shout the South. Shout the Midwest, overseas in depth. Shout to everywhere, I ain't even been yet. But when I touch down, one thing you can't bet. I got my fitted on, who wanna get it on? Even when I'm dolo, the bubble and the logo. I'm something wild. For me, I don't vocalize. Swing my arm like a hammer till I broke his eye. <laughs> New York song, yeah, and the boat get high. Uh-huh. Yo, pass my fitting, let me show this guy. Wow. I got it in blue, got it in red. Uh-huh. I got it in black. Matter of fact, uh-huh. you can tell an NY nigga how he wear it. If it ain't about the fitting hat, I don't want it. That's my day, bitch. That's my day, bitch. That's my day, bitch. That's my day, Everywhere we go, they already know that. The way you have it on your head is so funny, you bummy. It's so laughable, I'm so international. I'm always on the runway, no fashion show. Places I have to go, you can't get to where the metric cars. Wear it on stage and I sweat a lot, so you can tell I'm working. I got a reservoir fitted, 7 and one force to fit it so perfect. I stay loyal to the royal blue. They call the Apple Rotten, cause New York City will spoil you. So time to switch it up with the fedora or the Apple Jack. Till I'm ready to bring the Apple back. That's when I open up a closet door. Find a Captain Matthew Spike, leave Jordans on the closet floor. Me and my fittings travel many miles before every tour. I step and try and sports and things that's down my for my game. That's my game, bitch. That's my game, bitch. That's my game, bitch. That's my game, Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Yankee Fitted by my boy BK Bad Seed. Uh, you can pick that up on iTunes. Uh, that's the, it's featuring Talib Kweli. And Mems, uh, it's a hot joint right there. I know when I put on my Yankee fitted, I'm 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 gonna think about this song. I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you now. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> I'm gonna put on that Yankee fitted. Really. So um three uh three four seven. Who we got in the building? What's good? What's good? Thank you, Sean. What's happening, boy? Yo yo, what's going on, man? We got Sean Sean Casal in the building. What's going on, man? Uh, not so much, really. Just um, I was listening to the interview with um, what's his name, Barry Steve. Yeah. That, but the, the that Yankee Fitted song is kind of hot though. I swear, I think I actually, like, I've never really owned a Yankee Fitted in my life, but that song kind of motivates me to go actually get one. So. You need yeah. to go get one. <laughs> like, it's funny, like I've, I've lived in, I've lived in since like about eight years now, and I do not have it. I've never owned a Yankee Fitted. Yo, I'm all the way in wow. Texas, and I have a Yankee Fitted. You need yeah. to go get one. <laughs> wow. Well, so you know, so so the people, so for the people that don't know who you are, man, tell tell them who you are and you know and what you and and what you're working on right now. Um, I mean, if you don't know who I am, but um, I, I live. I'm uh, Keyshawn Keyshawn Castell. I am. Um, I pr- produce for every wow for like a whole catalog of people from Marcus Houston to Marion to Drake to um. Bruno Mars, I did a song with him called Somewhere in Brooklyn. And he had on a Yankee fit in the studio. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, who else? Uh, JoJo, not the rappers, 
don't think he can rap, but um, the, the singer. And, um, you know, I, I work for a catalog of people, so uh, that's, that's basically what I do. I produce and I write. I have no ability to sing, and I don't believe in all the songs, so I'm never, you're never going to hear me do any of that. So, um, yeah, that's basically, that's basically what I do. I produce and I write. I have a, my album coming out, signed pictures coming out with um, hot, hot New Hip Hop. and uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, we we were, we were talking a little bit, and um, you was you you might have a situation with a uh, a big organization, man. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Uh. This this is actually been, it's funny. Because I remember the first time it was me, you, and my my boy Ed. Shout out to Ed too. Um. It was me, you, and him. And I remember like we were doing this interview probably like earlier this year, and then we were yeah. and um I think Jay Mills either came on before us or you were interviewing him next week or something like that. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, we're messing with him. So now, um, yeah, basically what happens is I'm, I'm in that stage of, of, of like, you know, finalizing that, that, that deal with the label with the young money, cash money. So I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm hyped. I'm hyped because, um, like, it was such a long time coming. And what a lot of people don't know, and I'm going to say it here, just in case someone don't know, I was, um, we were offered Rock Nation, like, a couple, like, like we met, I met Jay, um, after I came back from Miami, um, I, I met with Jay and we turned him down <laughs> because he was given that 360 deal. Wow! And I wasn't I wasn't having that right. So I mean I didn't turn him down to his face, but you know because obviously like you only see Jay the day that he's interested in you and the day you sign. After that you never see him again. So um, what happened was it was Jay Brown. And, um, Lenny asked, and they were in the room, so they were like, oh, so "Are you gonna take the deal?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Like no," and you know, I I, I told them why, and um, you know, there's there's no there's no bad there's no bad blood there. So what happened was I told them no, and then I played the album for them after I told them no, and wow. they were crazy. They were like, "Yo, like, like this 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 is where you need to be." I'm like, I, "I'm not doing a 360 deal because I feel that's such a robbery." I said that, like, I feel like like. I'm enslaved to you. Like, I really can't do nothing. Like, their deal was you can't do nothing for no artist outside of Rock Nation without permission. Oh. Like, like, like you can't okay. really. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm too shocked to sell, bro. Like, you can't. Like, I, 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 I respect Jay. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's definitely, the, you know, the big, the big thing in hip-hop. But at the same time, and I'm, even though I'm, I'm a producer, I, I cultivate music. Like, you have to give me freedom to breathe. That's the fun. If I'm gonna be suffocated, I'm just not gonna call that place home. So, you know. Wow! Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I just didn't want to do wow. it anymore. <laughs> so, 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 how did you connect with with Young Money? You know, for you know, like, uh, how did uh, that happen? It was it was crazy because it's actually it's all happened through Twitter, and um, what what had happened was, um, gotta. Which got his manager Greg Gates. He he, he put his email out. He's like, send me beats for Gutter, send beats for Gutter. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna take a shot of the dark. This is Twitter, and take a shot of the dark. So I sent it in. This was like months ago, and he loved the beat. So what happened was, and this is like a lesson to all those who you know, all those young people who are trying to get in. Persistence is key. So what happened was, I sent him the beats. He loved it. He said he liked it. Like he didn't hit me up for like a good three weeks. So I was like, ah, no, 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 no. So I went to his page. I tweeted him every day. I got his number. I called him. I was like an intern. I was like hitting him up every day. I mean, and then what happened was, um, 
like we built a rapport and the first my first placement was actually with Young Money. Like the first my first major placement was, was with Young Money was a song with Gutter. Um a song with Gutter Wayne and No One is Heard Yet. And um so from there like I the interest in me built. So I didn't want to just, you know, chase after them and not show them that I can do anything. So I started putting out you know, I started developing my songwriting skills and I dropped a mixtape and I dropped like like three mixtapes and you know, and they're, they're they're looking and they're like, wow, like this guy's dropping album quality mixtapes. So then the interest builds up. They're like, okay, so let me get more beats. And then I sent more beats in and then I got more placements with them. So now it's becoming okay. Now now we're familiar with with, with this guy and he's young and he's moving and he's not all up our asses. So you know, then they they like that. And you know, when they find out that other labels were interested, you know, that always builds an interest. So yeah. All right, so um, wow, that's that's a very very interesting story uh, for you know for all the up and coming artists that that listen to our show and everything. Um, wow, I, I have so much to talk to you about. It's like I don't know where to start now. Oh, <laughs> I got time. All right, so um, t- tell the people how old you are because you're 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 working. You know, you you've met all these uh, great people yeah, and I'm, you I'm, you're. you're, you're <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm I'm actually no, only actually only twenty. That's the thing. Like I'm I'm young. Like I'm I'm only twenty years old. Okay. All right. You're twenty years old. You're you're in negotiations with Young Money. You turned down a Rock Nation deal. Now, for if you're just tuning into the show, I don't want you to get confused. Keyshawn is not a rapper. He's not a singer. He's a producer. And um, you're originally you're originally from where? From from Canada, right? Yeah, I'm from Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Okay, and um, and, but you live in New York now, though. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn all day. Okay, and uh, currently in Brooklyn, and it's very, he's uh, a very talented producer. I, he sent me his album. I listened to the entire album, and it's it's amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that too. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, so so yeah, so just just to, just filling you in on who we're talking to, and um, uh, he, he's worked with Drake. Uh, am I correct? Yeah, Drake. Uh, Drake actually, it's funny because I played, because I I read I read this album probably like three four times. But I played Drake the first like the, like the first time it was done. I played it for him, and he was like, "Yo, I love this." He was like, "Yo, like I I'm, I really love this." Like, like, and I think he took like three songs and put it on his iPod. And but you know, like I think I I read it like four or five times. But yeah, like I I worked with Drake. Um, I worked with, well, I, oh my gosh, I have a catalog. It's Drake, Marcus. Like Houston, Omarion, JoJo, Bruno Mars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, you you heard the resume. So uh, okay, now you know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about when when did you st- what what instruments do you play and when did you start playing? Um, it's funny because this is a funny thing. I've I just started learning playing instruments. What happened was I knew how I wanted things to sound in my head. Like you know how when when, as a kid, like when you would see this image in your head and you would try to draw it out on a piece of paper and it really didn't come out the way you expected it to. So what happened was I, I used to have that problem. So I, I would sit in the room and I would use um, reasons or, or logic or, or fruity loops and I would make, I would sit there and I would press one key on the keyboard at a time and blend it in so smoothly that you would think I am playing it like I'm Alicia Keys or something. Like, I know how to blend it in so smoothly. I just started getting piano lessons. I just started learning how to play the guitar by myself. So what happens, like, I'm, 
I'm, I tell everybody this. I'm, I'm like a computer nerd. Like I know how to blend things in together. I know how to use fruity loops to the point where you would think that I was in a live orchestra or something, and, and, I, and I just was violin and everything. It's just how you piece things together. So I actually just started playing. I started doing beats um, to the, in like the ending of 2008. Okay. 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 All right. So, so you're saying like you use the 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 sounds and you just you make them sound like you're almost playing. Yeah. But that you know, okay. and like and and that was cool until I realized until I got in the studio with like these like I was in the studio with um which which I forgot which producer was it was like a it was it was one of one one of these big producers and he had like live instruments so I'm like yo I really need to learn how to play this like this can only get you so far it's like it's like all the tunes eventually you're gonna need to learn how to do something else so yeah. I was like you know what let me let me learn so like I got now you know I, I can I can piano a lot of stuff so you know I'm I'm good at now and now now I know how to work the piano I know how to work the guitar I'm learning how to play the violin so yeah okay all right um you have uh, hi Jeff you have any questions I don't know. I'm just sitting back in an, an amazement. He's a musical genius. <laughs> He's like blending in uh, one key at a time. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> um, was, he, it's patience. It's, it's you know, it, it was just patience and dedication. I would just press a key at a time, and and until it sounded as if Alicia Keys was in the studio or something, I would sit down and I would spend my time. Like I go to the studio. Like I most likely go into the studio after this, and I probably won't be back home until like tomorrow morning. Like when kids are going to school and like that and that's my my dedication to it like i i, I personally believe that if you really want something to happen you, you got to put your all into it so you know okay I, I have one i have one of your songs here it's called all so um you you produced that song yeah okay so uh, i'm gonna I'm a play this so people can get an idea is it okay if i play it even though it's not out yet um, you know, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. A state radio exclusive. Look at her. Are you sure? Are you are you sure? Actually, yeah, definitely. Bro, listen, it, it, it's nothing. I mean, the the album, the album is a classic on its own. You know, you you got to give people a little snippet of, you know. Of, All right, of, you, you, I, I, you you got to hear a piece of this because it's it's this the music's amazing. Hold, on. um, we're gonna get into it. Keyshawn, the song is called All. We 
just gonna give him a piece of that. Now, who's <laughs> that singing on? Who, who's that singing on the song? That's that's my artist, Travi. Um, what happens is, you know, I I, I told I told you too, and I'm 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 following in the footsteps of of Quincy Jones, who's like who's my idol. Like I I idolize him. He's that's who I'm following my career after. So seems that I really have no ability to sing <laughs> at all. What happened was, you know, I. Travi, me and him grew up together from um, actually in Canada, but he he moved to um, L.A. He like he had like a little deal with um, funny. He was he had he had a deal with Chris Stokes and the rest of us, but that didn't fall through. So what happened was you know I mean he he started messing with me. So I remember when when I was doing this album, I know how I wanted it to sound, but the singers I had were too R&B. You know like they they were too like soulful, and not that I have any anything against it, but I was going for more of a, of a sonic sound. So I went to him, and I remember the song. The song, oh, it was actually the last song to do. It was like the last song on the album. It happened was, but it was the first one to get done. So I gave it to him. I'm like, yo, this is this is the lyrics. I I, I didn't have he said the melody, so he just started freestyling the melody, and I'm like, yo, I need you on every song now because he, he <laughs> like the the way I the way I heard it in my head, the way I I heard a certain voice in my head, and I wanted it to sound like that. And I was like, you know what? I need you for every song. Like you guys should have heard the album when it first, when it like when, when it was first done. I really wasn't that happy with it because it was. I love R and B, but it wasn't what I was going for. I really wanted a sonic sound. So me and him, we did the whole album together. And yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. I, you want to give him another taste? I got a song. I got the song Broken. Uh. Broken. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Me and uh. Shout out to Rich Matthews. Um. Who's like. My favorite new producers. We um, we worked we we worked on the song together. This song was actually every song on the album actually is written about either an an ex, right? So it's like different exes for different songs. So um, the the, the song broken. Uh, we we I think that was like the third or fourth song to get done. We did that that night. We had it mixed mastered that night. So um, yeah, bro- broken. Yeah.
which is saving the life. I had like 10,000 downloads at the end of the night. I dropped it at 12. At one, I had 5,000. When it hit 2 o'clock, I had 10,000. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this, is, this, this is pretty big. So, you know, I'm, I, I spent a lot of time with the album. It was written, um, written, produced from personal relationships. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's just I, I make I make music for for. Relationships, basically. There you go. I, I make, I cultivate music based based on relationships, based off my personal experiences. So that's what the whole album is based off of. Wow. Okay. So are you currently broken right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Actually, I was. Yeah, I was. But um. Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. Every everybody, every man, every girl has that one person who just, you know, who 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 just fucks up. So. I did, you know, I had that one that one person who fucked up and I I thank her because I got to make beautiful records. But uh, you know, I'm 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 good now, you know. I I have a a a, a good friend. So I'm I'm good. I'm right. I'm living. Okay. Um I think I saw one of your tweets um saying like uh you you met like your your um your biggest inspiration Kanye West. Um yeah. did I read that? Did I read that correctly? Yes, you read that very correctly. Um um, I, I, I'm, I'm so humbled to meet this guy. It was crazy because what happened was they, they, these guys who, who wanted, who wanted to manage me over at Hip Hop since 1978, um, they, they went to him, and this, this was when he was in town, to him and Pusha T, and they did that freestyle on Hot 97. So he went, and they went, and they told him, they were like, yo, this guy's a good producer. If he follows under you, he can be big. Like, he can really be something. So... He was like, okay, so, you know, and so they told me Kanye, Kanye wants to, you know, like he'll he'll tutor you, he'll he'll mentor you a little bit for the next three months. I was like, for real? Like I was scared, so I'm like, I'm like, all right, fine. So I go to meet him. I was so fine the whole time. I had I had what I was gonna say in my head. I had how I was gonna sit, how I was gonna act. I had everything set. When I got to the studio with him, everything was gone. He was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 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 dressed up because my whole thing is you know what Kanye seems like a dressed up person I don't want to come in there and no sweatpants or nothing like that right I come in he's in his suit he's sitting down it's him it's um oh my gosh it's him it's 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 Sia the Prince and it's some other guy I don't think it was his artist I think it was just you know what I mean like it's probably his road manager or something so I go and I say hey Mr West <laughs> and I'm like I'm shaking and I'm stumbling over my words. And then he says, "Why are you so nervous?" I'm like, "I'm like, oh, you know." And I didn't want to say the groupie fan thing, but I ended up saying, "Oh my gosh, you're my hero, and I love your music. Yeah, this is great." And, and then he says, "Yeah," he said, "You know, but I've, I've heard some some things about you. So so play me the um play me one song from from the album." So I played him the song I played for everybody, which is um Believe. And then he was like, "That's beautiful. I like it." And then but like he stopped it in the middle and said, "Okay, that's beautiful. Now let's." Let's start working on the beat. So what happens is, from now on, um, when when he's in town, I'll be able to work under him, and just follow how he creates his music. Um, wow. 
Wow. He is by far, by far, Kanye is my favorite artist in the whole world. Like, I remember when I sent Beautiful uh, Dark Fantasy to you last night, and like, you, you were listening to it. Like, I, I think that is the album of the year. I really, I haven't think you later, like, my two favorite albums of this year. And, like, you know, so like now, um, I will, whenever he's in New York, I'll be, I have the opportunity to go in the studio with him. I'll be able to sit and watch him. I could um, play play him my beats. He'll, he'll teach me how to, to make them sound more musical without there having to be words on it. Because what happens is a lot, of, a lot of producers, they just make beats, right? So it's just yeah. a beat. It's like, it's, it's, it's a simple beat. And then you put the words on it. But what happens is if you take the words away, it, it sounds like a little kid did it. So, you know, no, no, just the soldier point. So um, I'm, I'm going to be learning how to make my beat sound more musical without there having to be a word on it. And he's, yeah. he's going to teach how to, how to how to do that. So, I mean, by, by the grace of God, I've met everybody who, who I've wanted to meet. I've, I've got to shake hands with Jay in person. I've, I've got to shake hands with Kanye. I haven't got to shake hands with Quincy, with Quincy Jones. Yet. That's what I want to okay. meet. That's my highlight. Quincy Jones is my highlight. I'm trying to meet him. Okay. All right. Um. Wow. Uh, what you, you what equipment are you using now? Um, because I, I you heard you mention Fruity Loops and all that stuff. So what what are you using right now? Um, I'm using Fruity Loops still. I'm using Reasons and I'm I'm using Reasons, Fruity Loops, and Logic. I'm using all. I'm using Logic, Hello? Fruity Loops, Reasons, and. Yeah, I'm getting lessons on how to mix because I have my own personal mixer. Like I've never known how to mix, so now I'm getting lessons okay. on, on on how to mix. So I'm using, but as of right now, I have successfully successfully learned how to use reasons. I'm learning how to use Logic as well. I'm trying to be able to use all three. But um, Fruity Loops have had. So I I know how to use Fruity Loops like the back of my hand. I now I am now solidified in using reasons reasons, and I'm learning how to use Logic as well. Okay. All right, so uh, so I know that Little Wayne is back. So uh, are you planning on doing any work with him? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know I'm sure he got a lot of work for you. Because <laughs> I heard he was in the he was he, he wrote rhymes after and he hasn't written rhymes in like fifteen yeah. years. Or something. Yeah, Wayne had a notebook. <laughs> he has a notebook, <laughs> and he was actually even when he, he got out, like he he did his first recordings Monday. And even in the studio on Monday, he had his notebook and he was reading off his notebook. So yeah, he's he's back to writing. I don't know if he's gonna be, you know, going back to not writing again. But I'm, I think I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna get everything that he wrote out the way and then go back to just spitting off the top. Who knows? But from from what I'm hearing, the records he has coming out is 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 illmatic. That that that's <laughs> the illmatic. Like it's not the auto tune Wayne. It's Wayne gritty and 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 giving you that real hip. The, the Wayne that we used to love, the upgrade you freestyle and, and the drought the drought mixtapes Wayne. That's what you have in it. a lot more smarter. Okay. All right. Wow. Um, well, we're running out of time, man. Maybe we got to do a part two or something because I still have a lot of questions. Out. <laughs> uh, definitely. You can. Let's do it. <laughs> definitely, man. We, we're going to do a part two to this, man, because... um. You got you got a but I listened to the album man the, the album's amazing man um 
I really, yo, I rarely listen to an album, and I like every song. Like, I like every song. It's oh, crazy. my God, thank you. Thank you. But let it, let it, let it be known. Let me just say this, say this for the thing. Um, the album is actually, um, e- even though each song is about a relationship, the album is solely based, is solely based off, off my, my friendship with, with one, with one girl. Her name is Desiree. That's like, you know, like my best friend in the whole world. So what happens is I remember going in and doing, and doing this album. And every time I was doing this album, I was either having a conversation with her or, I came from, or I saw her that day, or I spoke to her some, you know, some, some time through, through that day. So, you know, the album, any music that you guys will hear from me has to come from a personal place. I'm not able to just go and just frivolously create music. I'm not that kind of person. I sit down, and I have to draw from a true emotion. So, okay. yeah, you know, this, every, every, every song has a, has a meaning to it. And then, you know, the pictures, and did you watch the slideshow? The what? Did you watch the uh the, the slideshow? The slideshow, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's art on its own. I I that's but art we, on its own. Okay, but we we're gonna um get into this joint right here. Goodbye, and um then we're gonna come back and we're gonna close it out. All right, cool. Man. Definitely appreciate you taking the time out, man. 
Um, you're welcome anytime, and you know you'll you um you'll be back because we got we got we got I still got a ton of questions to ask you, but um we're gonna close it with um one of your joints. Um, I don't even know. I'm gonna I'm just gonna play the same one again because I don't want to give them too much. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't I don't want to um. Uh, we're gonna play all again, and um, this, this is one of my my favorite joints on the album. So, check it out all. We out of here. Spade Radio. Make sure Young you money. tune in uh, next. What happened? Young Money, Cash Money, December seventh. Come on, let's go. Exactly. Uh, you heard that? Yes, that. You, do you hear how big that was? He said, "Young Money, Cash Money." Like Young Money, Cash Money. I mean, this, it's about to be great. I'm in that. I mean, the same position Drake was with, with so far gone. I'm telling you, I'm about to, I'm about to take over December seventh. <laughs> you heard that? You heard that? State Radio. We 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 here, man. We we gonna get into this. We out. See you next right. week.